Hey everybody, this is Fish. Welcome to the Ear Spoon. What about me? What about you? This is this is Lindsey Buckingham, former guitar player for Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> for, former? Did you quit the band? He got fired. Oh. You didn't know that? Did he? Yeah, they booted him out and they replaced him with two people. Who? Mike Campbell from Tom uh-huh. Petty. Yeah. And uh, Neil Finn from Crowded House uh, Split Ends. So two people replace Lindsey Buckingham. How do I not know that? I don't know, man. You got to keep up on these things. How do you? How do you Super fire important. Lindsey Buckingham? <laughs> That's for what Christ I. He sakes. didn't want to go on the road, and they so they fired him, which I thought was like the lamest thing. Ever. Uh, really? <laughs> I, I ever tell you? Ever tell you my Dickie Betts story? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So Dickie Betts, uh, I go to meet Dickie Betts one day, yeah. and uh, we're doing Almond Brothers. For those Almond Brothers, know. right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and it was shortly after he had gotten canned from the Almond Brothers, mm-hmm. and uh, he's handing me a, a, a hot Budweiser. Uh, <laughs> Yum. <it> right, <laughs> right next to the. <laughs> Makes and, me want to shoot it with a gun. And he, kid, <laughs> rock this shit. <laughs> um, and uh, he uh, he told me how uh, the Almond Brothers fired him via fax. No, yeah. never. Oh mm-hmm. my God, that's yeah. cold. Anyway, uh, but anyway, that's not what we're here to discuss today. <laughs> we can, <laughs> yeah, we can. We certainly, <laughs> certainly can. Uh, but it, it, this is the Ear Spoon, and as always, it's brought to you by the fine, fine coffee roasters known as Mocha Joes, and we love them Indeed, for it. Indeed, we do. All right, uh, despair. What to do? How mm. to do it? How to get engaged? How to not punch? keys on a keyboard and think <laughs> and get that confused with activism. Uh, we yeah. are in some really dark days right now uh, as far as uh, a democracy. And I don't even know truthfully what that even means anymore. The word democracy and and um, the rules in which we used to engage and live by yeah. are dead. Uh, dead or dying, you know, it's a funny thing. I think it would be reasonable, and this is my stance on many things, is to define terms. And I don't think people can or are even that interested anymore. So whether it's democracy or some other concept, people just make a claim and move on. And they don't really define what it is that they're talking about, you know, equity, what have you. And I think that's where some of the problem emanates. But I also, th- well, there's a million reasons, but it's my sense. If you're an American in 2023, 2023, you are exhausted. Right. You're just exhausted from all the things. And that's if you're just living a standard life. If you have trauma and crises in your life, it's that much worse. If you have poverty, it's that much worse. If you're living as a non-white person, it's worse. You know, so it's just hard to be alive. So asking people to be activated and proactive and show up for meetings and to push and or uh, advocate activate, et cetera. Right. It's a, it's a hell of a leap because people are exhausted. Well, they're exhausted and you don't know what to do about it, you know? And, and, uh, you know, as, as we sit in our little blue bubble mm. here in Vermont and it is a deep blue bubble, yep. um, you know, we, we watch what happens on the outside world and Tennessee is a really good example Gag. of what happened. Uh, of course we record, we're recording this on a, on a Friday. Mm. This just happened yesterday where two, uh, two lawmakers were expelled. Yep. from their seats right. by a by, by a supermajority Republican yep. held house. Yeah. Which in Tennessee history has happened twice before, uh one with a, a major ethics breach and one with a, a a breaking of the law. This was two representatives mm-hmm. of numbers of people, 78,000 people I think they said. Right. Uh who participated in a protest not long after another mass shooting. Yeah. And of the three accused, 
the only two that were expelled were the black ones. Yeah, and even even the uh, the, the um, oh God, I can't think of her name. Um, but the, the but the lady even just said they said, mm-hmm. hey, "Do you have any idea why you didn't get expelled?" And she said, "Yeah, I have a feeling it has to do with the color of my skin." Yeah, good for her. Yeah, good for her. But this is how we are. I mean, this is something worth worth being concerned about because, as was being said, in and around the well and in and around that building. Um, well, I can't. Can we? Oh, we can swear. It's not yeah, radio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there were young people outside saying "fuck you, fascists." Right. Because yeah. this is, and I've been, you, dude. You've known me a long time. How long I've been using the f word? Oh, you know. Yeah. Like this is fascism. This is the march of fascism, and fascism exists and expands to fill all voids. When we are exhausted and don't show up, guess who does? It's the Proud Boys. It's the Goose Steppers. It's yeah. the it's all that stuff. Might makes right, and this is not just an American problem, but this is what happens in the vacuum. And when people are exhausted by late stage capitalism, they haven't got the energy to be activated. They haven't got the energy to be proactive. But I'm watching what happens in France. I'm not a fan of violence personally, but when when France says, "Hey, we're going to raise the retirement age by two years," they go, "The fuck you are!" In right. French, which sounds much better. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> while ripping. Right, right, yeah, <laughs> uh, but the, you know the people of France are like, yeah, fuck you, that's not happening. And so in this country, it's like, I wish it wouldn't suck so bad. Right. Exactly. I mean, I'm not. I don't want to diss on people who actually do show up because I mean, he, he, we here in Vermont have a have a per, uh, let's just say a profile of, of activism, and there are plenty of people, and I know many of them personally, happy to say. That do show up for things and do make they, a they do, but yeah. you know, the, but the despair around the fact that it doesn't really change anything yeah. is is disheartening. Now, um, and I was, I'm sorry, I was been looking at my phone because I've been trying to find the the Times article that I was reading this morning uh, about new state bills. Uh, Republican, and I'm just going to read this is all from the New York Times. Mm. Uh, the uh, Republicans are considering legislation that would give them the power to remove local prosecutors. Georgia legislator, uh, legislators recently passed a bill that would create a commission with the power to remove prosecutors. Uh, it awaits a signature. Uh, Missouri passed a bill that would allow the governor to appoint a special prosecutor for violent crimes for five years. The bill was originally written uh, to target uh, St. Louis, where the elected city prosecutor, Kimberly Gardner, is a progressive black Democrat. Ooh, don't want that, do no. we? Texas. Dozens of such bills are in play, one of which passed the Texas Senate this week uh, would bar prosecutors from adopting policies that refrain from prosecuting the uh, a type of offense. Another would create counsel dominated by political appointees that could uh, uh, could refer prosecutors to a trial court to be dismissed for incompetence. Um, I mean, it's just the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, and, and, you know, these are all people that, that claim some, some allegiance to our democracy. Right. Funny how they're creating a fascist society while they're doing it. Right. Well, I'll see your autocracy and raise you one. Exactly. And I will say you're familiar with this TikTok ban, right? Yeah. I would encourage everybody listening to spend a little time investigating what that bill is about because I've seen a number of, of uh, people speaking and saying, on the one hand, TikTok, Chinese government, God knows, God forbid a social media app take our data, right? Oh, looking at you, Meta, uh, yeah, looking at you, I, Twitter. I, you know, you know? Mean, so, but here's the point. You read into this bill and it gives the government far-reaching uh, powers to investigate 
anybody online doing anything. If you yeah. use a VPN, virtual private network, you are suspect. You can go to jail for 20 years or $250,000 fine. I would encourage people to, to look at some of this stuff and say, is this what it's purporting to be? The other piece with TikTok is here, I'm not, I'm not a fan, I don't have the TikTok app, I don't participate. How is it that this app that seems to be the only one that seems threatening enough to be, have a bill made for it, right. cause look, because the other ones don't, right? Uh, it's really an opportunity for every single person to make a difference. Like you are an activated person and you're even further connected. God knows there's a lot of crap on it. But like it is a thing that people can use to say, hey, here's my experience. Here's my voice. And when it comes to activism, the more voice you have and the more you can megaphone that shit, the more effective you right. are. So you want to shut that shit down. That's a potential revolutionary revolution inducing tool. Well, I remember the first conversation was like, don't download that app. It mines your data. I was like, have you ever downloaded an app? <laughs> right, that didn't. I mean, you're a f- <laughs> fucking idiot. You know? know. Like, so you know, do, you don't want to get the vaccine because they put chips in there that the government is. No, no, no. No, you, you're you already paying a monthly service for the government to follow you around. All right. If it's we're going to go. Pocket. It's, in, it's in your pocket. You use it to call your peepaw and meemaw. <laughs> Super real. But that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, while we are busy just trying not to drown in, in late stage capitalism, the the wall the cage is being built around us. And and again, that's not a conspiratorial thing. I think you could it's not even a recent thing. You could go back quite a ways. Mm-hmm. You can go back to the Bush Cheney years and yeah, say yeah. how this has happened. What Post, was it? The Patriot Act? The Patriot Act is where it began. And right. The Department of Homeland Security, which never existed until then. So we have slowly been the frog in water and we have slowly disregarded the rising of the temperature of the water right. and we are being boiled. And that's why I'm saying like, you know, as I've said many times, if I had my way and I had the sufficient resources right now, I would be packing a bag and I'd be gone tomorrow. Right. Like, you know, but I, I can't, I'm, I'm trapped in many ways. I can't for a million different reasons, but I still, it's the only hopeful piece I see in all of this is a, let's say a 30 and younger crowd that's going, yeah, fuck that. Uh-huh. And they're not having it. So they show up at the Tennessee State House. They show up at things. They say they don't participate or they tell their, their bosses who mistreat them or underpay them to go fuck themselves, you know? So that's a kind of activeness and, and not even talking about environmental stuff. Like, what do you got to lose? If you're 18 years old and marching out into the world at this point, right? like with fascism abounding, the earth is on fire, you know, guns ablazing, all the things, like what have you got to lose? So I would say like old Old farts like us are not going to lead the parade. Happily cheer it on, happily participate in any way we can. But this has to come from young people. Every revolution and every significant social change has always come from young people. Well, and, and I mean, in this, and, and of course, that's who showed up after the uh, the lawmakers got expelled um, yes. yesterday yes. was there's just thousands of them out there. But, you know, yeah. the, it, the ability... For us to ignore what's going on uh, comes from both sides. Oh, sure. So the Republicans are going to ignore them because they know these people aren't going to show up tomorrow. And if they do, so what? Hmm. You know, they're out in the elements. They're out in the cold. Eventually, you know, they'll all get absorbed into their screens. They'll get a text message and go, look, I'll be back later. I got to I got to do something. I agree with you. But I would insert this. I think it was a a dramatically bad misread on the part of the Republicans in Tennessee. Oh, uh, I'm not I'm not arguing that. I think they're going to really pay the price. Do you? Yeah. I'm I'm not convinced that anybody's going to pay the price anymore. I'm pretty convinced that as, and then this is something to do with attrition because as people die off, 
things will swing. As we know, I mean, the studies will tell you and the surveys will tell you uh, younger people skew left and they skew to socialism and democratic socialism. So like as people age out, and I mean sort of leave the stage, voting starts to skew and move to the left, even in Tennessee. And when you do things like that, that basically say like, hey, you kids that were protesting about the guns and stuff, fuck off. And let's see what that does in the voting booth when those kids actually start to show up. And it's all it all hinges on that. So, you know, the, the, so now we know we got Trump, he's indicted, right? And, oh, yeah. And, right? Don't, let's not forget about that, right? This is how easily we forget about <laughs> I know, shit. I know. This is a former president of these United States just got, I, yeah. just got, um, just got slammed for it's indicted. First, it's just the opening salvo. Yeah, but my you, know, uh, you know, so I was, I was listening to Rachel Maddow the other day, and mm. she was like, okay, so just be prepared to be bored. Because this is going to be boring as this rolls out. It's going to take an inordinately long amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And then then you read articles, and this could help Trump. This could hurt Trump in the next election. We are still having that conversation. I have it all day. He's done. He's toast. That's not how it works. He's too damaged. Sorry, but he just has not got the oomph. It's it's never going to happen. Then then fuck left-leaning media. Well, because they are feeding mm-hmm. this thing like it's an actual thing. And why are they doing it? And you and I had this conversation as we were drinking a cup of Mocha Joes mm. before the show right. uh, and and saying that uh, the there used to be the separation of church and state in the media, in newspaper and radio and television, yeah. where uh, the editorial and the content of what's being reported and the advertising which is being sold were like, – Two separate ends of the building, and these people did not talk to one another. Yep. All right. Yep. Um, now it's it's just all it's all Fused. blended. You know. Well, I heard a thing on NPR yesterday about the death of Gannett newspapers and and the death of newspapers in general, and what the implications are not for print media per se, but how local news gets covered. The answer is it doesn't. Right. <laughs> you know. And God bless our local commons. You know, weekly independent media who is week after week on a shoestring budget putting out a really good newspaper regularly. We have a, a, a let's say, a larger a, a paper in town, the Reformer, owned by a larger conglomerate, but there's still local. No, reporting. it's not. It's it's not owned by a larger conglomerate. It's locally owned. Oh, you're right. My mistake. Right. I retract so, that because yeah. I know there are some good people who came in and, and saved the day in many ways. So right. Um, so putting that aside, we still have some coverage here, but it's winnowing. And you're right. But even our our local media on some level has to generate the revenue. They do. You know? And in order to do that, uh, sometimes the details of a story go a little deeper than they have to, a little sooner oh, than they have yeah, to. Um, and, and, you know, I mean, it's just this thing, you know, we had this horrific thing happen. We don't need to go into it in no. town and, and, and the reformer, um, because they have to, let's face it. The, the reformer, um, does a more adequate job in, in keeping us in the loop within the moment that it's happening. It's just because it's the way it's set up. It's a daily. So it's going to always kind of supersede. Now, the nice thing about the commons, and this is a weekly local newspaper, and, and mm-hmm. you know, I mean, you can you can attach this to your own community. This conversation doesn't change course, yeah. if you're in a different community and you've got a daily versus a weekly. The weekly is always going to be able to slow down the conversation, wait to collect more of the data, as long as the timing is right for the paper to be released. And, and they're going to come up with a more thoughtful, a calmer way to present things, mm-hmm. whereas a daily is just going to be kind of frenetic in the information that it releases. Yep, uh, but nonetheless... Regardless of who they are, um, 
it all gets referred to as clickbait. Doesn't matter. Right. And it and 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 it clicks and and metrics is what drives this and what pays the salaries to keep this process moving forward. Sadly true. And and when you get into uh, cable news media, that is amplified. 1,000 times because they are they are taking a Trump and they are saying he could win again. And they're going to keep saying they can, well, if, if we say that, there's no way he's going to lose. Like, we can literally watch 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 everything drop. But, but if know, we say he can win, everything keeps going up right. and to the right. Right. And so it's, it's, it's that sort of distorted skew that I think distorts the everything that ripples from it. Right. And I think we have a distorted understanding of how things are. Again, bringing this back full circle. We don't define terms. We don't talk about what we're talking about. We just sort of bleh, and everybody's on social media bleh, putting out right. their thing. And it's just like a big pile of crap. And there was a time, I think, in this country, I hope maybe it's apocryphal, I don't know, where there was a little bit more Let's say, what's the word I want? Uh, you know, people took the time to think about and investigate and chew on things. Now it's like immediate response to things, stimulus response, end of story. And it only leads to chaos. And I right. think that's what we're living right now. My hope is, you know, again, there's a tragedy in our town this week that is just unspeakable and I can't even yeah, go we there. Yeah, we don't need to. It's but, awful. But you see the, the reflexive response. Part of me is furious about the response. Part of me is like, God, we are all just absolutely tapped. Um, but people just want to try to understand things or want to say what their thing is. I don't know how we get to a moment of calm. I don't know how we get a collective meditation going on to say, can we just be present for a second? Can we just stop the conveyor belt for a second and just say like how lucky we are to be alive? Let's make sure the most vulnerable people here are well taken care of. Let's proceed. Right. But we don't do that at all. This is just, you know, it's just a shit show. You know, you know occasionally I will rewatch old movies just to shut my brain off. Yes. I already know how they're going to end. Yeah. I'm reminded of a few things that I've forgotten about in a movie. So for some reason last night, I just decide I'm going to lock in. I'm on the bike trainer. I'm flicking through the TV. The, the old Sandra Bullock, Keanu Reeves thing, the speed with the bus, if it slows oh, yeah. down, it blows up, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, all that. Never had the pleasure. But Never I had the pleasure. <laughs> there is a, there's a scene in it where um, there's a maniacal man. He's got the bus rigged with bombs, and if it drops below 50, the whole everybody on the bus dies. So Sandra Bullock finds herself Premise. driving, and, 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 you know, and Keanu Reeves is the cowboy that saves the day, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it, it, it's it's – it's Very theatrics Hollywood. at its at its Hollywood <laughs> best. There's no question about yeah. it. But there is um, there's this one scene in the movie where a lady dies because she's she's trying to get off the bus in this situation where they're letting one person who was injured off the bus, the uh. guy, and and uh, the, the 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 diabolical son of a bitch uh, sees it, uh, blows out the steps that she's sitting on. She gets sucked under the bus and killed. Right Fun. and. Um, and, you know, so this whole thing happens. It's tragic. And then Keanu Reeves is just like, you know, like, comes back to the Sandra Bullock character who's completely shaken and says, you know, what can I do to help? And she starts to get upset. Like, you know, when the bomb went off, I thought that was it. I thought I was dead. Mm -hmm. um, and she goes, but that's not what I'm struggling with. What I'm struggling was when I realized I wasn't dead, I, I was happy that it wasn't me. And that's the part that she was struggling with. And mm -hmm. I think that, that it's stupid to take that movie and put it into what we're talking mm -hmm. about here. But I, I think it makes a point. Mm -hmm. like, like we're happy when these things don't happen to us. Uh, but we, we need to recognize why. You know, yeah, and and I, and I think that we don't do that enough. And and to speak to your point, I think 
We can be happy that these things didn't impact us, but they do. Oh, God knows they do. Yeah. And for any of us moving through the world as empathetic and <laughs> clairsentient, as a friend of mine once said, you feel it. You feel the stuff from people. I feel it emanating off of people all the time. And people are suffering in great ways, you know, uh, resource levels and conceptual levels and all kinds of levels. And I'm not even talking about people that are in the most vulnerable populations. Right. But the message keeps coming back is like, it's just going to get harder. And, you know, again, that's that's true if there's a, a level of complacency that allows that to be so. And I think that's some of what it is. The exhaustion has led to a, a degree of apathy, more than a degree and I think we're allowing, this is where fascism comes in, the rapacious urge, the people who consider might making right, they always rush to fill the vacuum where people are absent. And even when we're tired, we have to keep showing up. Yeah, you do. And and, and the fight is there. The exhaustion's there. But if we don't, <clears throat> this shit's not going to get any better. Yeah. And I, I would say, you know, stay spirited over small victories because I frankly keep your eye on Tennessee. I think that's going to be a real bellwether about where things are going. Keep your eye on Minnesota, the move right. on the Supreme Court there. I, I feel, you know, again, I'm, I'm, I'm no you know, Pollyanna optimist, but I feel a shift turning left at this point for the country overall. Well, I mean, you know, un unfortunately, I wish we could get to a point where we weren't looking right or left and we could just go back to a place where, you know, we were disagreeing on some philosophical things, but understanding that, yeah. oh, well. you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ship has sailed. I mean, yeah. I, I dare say because, and this is my take, and it's just one person in the world, but like, if you still consider yourself a, a proud member of the Republican Party, kind of fuck you, yeah. you know, like, because that party that was the party of my father, that was the party of many really good conservatives. I understand, especially as a Vermonter, I understand the value of conservative thinking. I understand the health in the tension between conservative and we'll call it liberal. Right. I call liberals are centrists to me, but left and right thinking. That healthy tension, as I often say, like Lennon and McCartney, created some good stuff in between. Major key, minor key, right? Right, yep. So, like, I get it. Conserving the old ways instead of just rushing headlong into the new ways, I get it. There is a healthful thing here. The Republican Party is fascist. They are moving towards fascism. They, I, I don't know how you can make an argument against right. it at this point. And so, like, the idea, like, why can't we both sides this? Why can't we all get along? Because I don't fucking get along with fascists. If you are a member of that party, and I'm looking at you, nice guy Phil Scott, I'm looking at you, anybody who's got an R after your name, break away. You cannot be associated with a group like that that operates like that, the Mitch McConnells of the world. I'm sorry, but they are awful people. And that is no longer the party of, you know, even Reagan looks like a hippie compared to these people. Right. You know, oh, Reagan is, uh, you know, Reagan was like a, 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 a was a Democrat. Or Originally, they, you no. Know, well, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, like, like he spoke like a like a Democrat speaks today. Because oh, because Democrats are centrists now, right? Yeah, <laughs> right? exactly. And immigration but, policy for Bush and Reagan back in the in the, it's like welcome, come in, let's have it. Right. This you is know? what this country was built on. Exactly right. But now you it's know? just like a bunch of hate <laughs> a, a, a little got a little pillagey there for a while, but you know, I mean, <laughs> uh, we worked past it. But there were one of the things that came out of the indictment was uh, somebody uh, a picture of. Um, Somebody who was, I can't remember what it was, some senator, about the news that Trump was indicted and this look on his face of being stunned. And they were like, ah, don't worry, buddy. Uh, you know, to, to, to quote a strong uh, political party, uh, fuck your feelings. Yay, you know? there it is. And, and, the uh, you know, the it, fuck your feelings crowd is having yeah, a lot of feelings. Right right. <laughs> you know, are you having feelings? I'm sorry. I would like you to go fuck them. Yeah. Um, but, sorry. Uh, 
But anyway, which I don't, you know, neither of us actually means that. I mean, no. I think we were big fans of, of feelings and but, people's but feelings. I, but I do but. love me some karmic justice. Yeah, I got. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so we should probably put a pin in it. Yeah, <laughs> so. put a pin in it. Uh, so, all right. Well, that that's gonna do it for me. I, I do have I do have one uh, question uh, left for you. So, yes. um, with the Lindsey Buckingham thing, yeah. <laughs> bringing yeah. it back to where we started, yeah. who replaced McVie? <laughs> oh Jesus, I don't even know at this yeah. point. That was prior to her dying. Right. Um, irreplaceable, I yeah, would say. I would and say. Uh, so, so was Lindsay for that matter. Yeah. So <laughs> bit of a bit of a limp at this point. So, you know, <laughs> I don't know. That's I don't know what they'll ever what they'll do. I mean, what do you do without Christine McVie's voice? It's so classic. And that's so classic. You know, I mean, so. you got you got Stevie Nicks, but she's probably busy taking water aerobics at this point. There you are. So uh, I don't know. But honestly, like, you know, Lots to say about that, but uh, <laughs> Lindsey Buckingham is a monster guitar player. Monster. Monster guitar player. And, and, and I would still One say of these underrated. Underrated yeah. guitars of all time. I don't think people understand. He doesn't even play with a pick. So yeah. I don't think people understand just how good this guy is. So yeah. the idea that even Mike Campbell, who's one of my favorite guitar players, yeah. How you play like that? I have no idea how you're going to do that. You can't fake it. No. But the other truth is, again, we're totally off the subject. But uh, I just older, want to kind of end on a little bit of a higher note here. Uh, let's go with that. Yeah. But uh, Fleetwood Mac, to their credit, you know, even going back to the Peter Green days, yeah, of yeah, Fleetwood yeah. Mac, right? Yeah, back when they were um, a good blues band. Right. So yeah. plenty to be said. You know, Bob Welch is in the band too. I think uh, plenty to be said for the goodness of rumors and all that stuff. But it's like. Maybe it's time to park the car. Yeah, you know it's okay. <laughs> it's fine. It's right. Legacy right. established. <laughs> take the t- take the rest of the life right. off. Have a mint julep. <laughs> All right, that's gonna do it for us. Uh, that's been the Ear Spoon, brought to you by Mocha Joe's. I've been Fish. I've been Lindsay. Take care. <laughs> <laughs> take care, man. Cheers. <laughs>